anything that little snippet at the beginning that is the first actually it's not the first it's probably the second or third I make three um that is the one of my first transitions that I made on my DJ controller um yesterday I think or no today's Sunday I made it Friday night going into Saturday morning give me feedback let me know how how it sounds you know give me a break I, to be frank, I just got my DJ controller last week. That was only my second time ever using it. Um, and I've only watched like one or two or three DJ videos. So let me know how it goes. I personally think it sounds great. Um, especially considering, um, that that was like my first time. So I did three mixes. Um, I did this one, which is Lauren Hill X Factor to Drake Nystra Wood, of course. My thought process um was to just start I'll, I'll explain that in music montage but <laughs> I made three mixes I made nice for what um x factor to nice for what I'd rather be with you by Boosie Collins to red bone by Childish Gambino and then I got a woman by Ray Charles to gold digger by Kanye West and Jamie Foxx um I definitely plan to make more just to definitely kind of warm myself up and get myself accustomed to using uh, my DJ controller. And then I have a like a smaller one now. We're just going to build up. But anyways, I am your host. Um, the most chocolate in the land, the thickest in the land, um, the best hair in the land, your bald queen, your music connoisseur. Um, the most talkative person you're probably going to ever meet, um, and the most beautiful person you're ever going to be inside and out, definitely outside and inside, we're working a little bit more. Um, and you're soon to be, I know y'all know who MC Light is. I am who they call DJ, I mean, MC Heavy. Yeah. Cause look at the material. This is a big body bands. Anyways, <laughs> I'm your host. The one and only Ebony Kelly, and this is episode 21 of Ethereal Black Girl, the podcast. What it do, what's up, what it is, ho, what's up, got you in the club. How is everyone? 
Yeah, this I have to go check. This is episode 21. How are you guys? You know, how is everyone? What's up? What y'all been doing? Um, it is Sunday. Just to give y'all some context, it is Sunday. Um, and I know I said last episode, oh, I kind of want to start doing Friday morning uploads, but I'm gonna keep it on Sunday because one, I just like doing the podcast at night. Um I mean, I like releasing them Sunday evening because I kind of feel like Sundays are kind of your wind down. Um, my bad. I'm texting my cousin back. This is something of an emergency. Oh, but OK, so I was saying. Wait, let me tell her. Okay, so I think I like Sunday um, morning, I mean, sun uploading on Sunday evenings uh, better because one, um, like I said, like I was saying, I work a regular nine to five. So now I don't go to the gym anymore in the morning. I more so have been going in the evening. I don't really have time on Thursdays unless I make that my rest day, which I'd rather not. Um, I don't have the time. I do, but I kind of don't because I like to record longer episodes. So it's like I don't have the time to... Um, watch Macaulay to record and edit and have it out by Friday morning. I have a bedtime. Okay. Um, I have a bedtime. You feel me? But Sundays are just self care. Like for me today, my day consists of after this, I want to watch church. I want to go to the gym, probably come back, probably wash my hair, put a mask in my hair, edit this to upload. Um, and then play with my DJ controller and my um soundboard. But that's about it. But like I'm saying, like, that's your self-care day. So you could be doing all of that or whatever you do on Sundays while listening to my podcast. Um, So, yeah, I'm going to keep it on Sundays uh, around 5 or 6 p.m. One of those days. Sometimes Sunday evening. I'm going to keep it there because I feel like that's kind of like the best day. And I might put a poll up on ethereal black girl follow us on instagram at ethereal black girl underscore let me make sure that's right and then follow me on instagram at underscore e-b-u-n-n-y-y aka e-bunny and leave us five stars please rate the show five stars you don't even have to write a review you can honestly click the five stars at the bottom show all the way down to the bottom of apple podcast and leave me a little review or whatever but yes follow us on instagram at um underscore ethereal black girl the podcast i mean no sorry it's not it's ethereal black girl underscore um follow us because that's where i'll do i'll do a lot of the polls on my regular instagram and then i'll just tag ethereal black girls so i can just repost them um because i have more followers obviously on my regular instagram than on my podcast um but yes the show today is going to be not that lengthy. It's going to be more couch, surprisingly more more couch chat than music montage because usually you guys know I can get a little carried away with music montage, um, but y'all know me. I'm I'm a music head, so it's like today we don't have much because I've been listening to literally the same thing this week, um, and I can't stop. Um, and then the couch chat I kind of have a lot of stuff to, to just chat about because I've just been feeling a ways this week anyways I'll go ahead and do weekly check-in um so what have I done this week so let's start off by 
What was last? Last week was 4th of July, aka we don't celebrate that. It was my dad's birthday on Saturday, so like we had a little cookout, saw my niece, like a lot of my family and stuff. Um, oh my god, y'all. So I found so my one of my cousins um did like the it's not the what is it? It's not ancestry, it's something else. Where she traced back like our family and stuff, and a white man infiltrated our family about three or four generations back I'll get into it I have to go back and ask her all the details I knew I had to tell y'all something but a colonizer has infiltrated the system and we found out and my dad sent me a picture of the man and he, I thought we thought he was biracial that man is indeed white anyways long story short sat around with all my cousins and it made me realize like wow I really sometimes wish that I grew up like more around my family um, like when we were younger, younger. So backstory, if you haven't, like, if you don't know, know me like that, go back to, I think episode three or something. It's called, do you know me? And like, I, I answer like a lot of questions. Cause I hate when podcasters just be talking and I'm like, well, what's your life story? You know, if you'd be like, who are you? How old are you? Where are you from? Like all this stuff. I'm nosy. So I like to know. So I know y'all are nosy. So anyways, the episode is like all, all about me, but my dad was in the military for 22 years, 21 years give or take I was born in Virginia my sister was born in California I'm the youngest um I only have another she's old older she's like three or four years older than me after they had me we moved to um Sicily Italy lived there for about three or four years then moved back to America when I was about five stayed in Florida until I was about eight or nine then we came to Alabama now granted eight or nine is still pretty young to like grow up around like your cousins and stuff like that which we did um hang around like my family and stuff a decent amount but we didn't grow up like but from when I was born to like I was eight, I didn't really see my family that much like that. So, but anyways, when we have family events, it just makes me realize like, wow, I really, w oh, and then sorry, after Florida, we moved here. And that's why I say I'm from Alabama most of the time, because this is like where I grew up. And um, I feel like now I have more of a Southern accent sometimes, but sometimes people will meet me and like be like, you don't really have like that much of a Southern accent, but that's because I wasn't born here. Like I've lived in other places. So it's kind of like a little mixture, especially like with like lingo and slang and stuff. It's just like mixtures of stuff. Anyways, um, but just being around them and like my cousins are cool as hell. They're very cool. They're like, most of them are older, a little older than me. Um, and my dad has 11 siblings, so it's, it's just a lot of family had a lot of fun. Um, I still did not give my dad his birth, his birthday present. I have to send him some money or something. But anyways, did that. And then, you know, of course, throughout the week, um, went to regular, went to work, um, did my job and yeah, I like work. Work is fun. I'll be driving my work truck around per usual bonding with my coworkers. My coworkers are hilarious. Like, it's just all fun and games at work. And then usual uh, worked out. Now, let me tell y'all, the progress is showing. The body is adi okay? So the butt, so like I told y'all, I, I do want to lose still a substantial amount of weight, but just like seeing small gains really keeps the girls going. So um, I've been doing a lot more um, for those of you that work out. For my leg workouts, I've incorporated less squats and I've done a lot because I'm trying to get the butt I'm trying to get rid of a little cellulite which is going to come from like cardio and toning up obviously um but how my workouts go one I do 30 minute warm-up that may be a longer one for some people but when you're trying to lose a lot of weight you can't just do a 10 minute warm-up okay 
at least at least I don't like to do that. I like to like burn like three close to 300 calories in my warm up. I do 30 minutes elliptical or treadmill. So I either do 30 minute elliptical or I either like run slash walk two miles um, for the warm up. Then I do like 30, 40 minute weight lift. And then now what I've started doing, I started, I saw this thing on TikTok about like core stability and like core training, not on the floor doing crunches and sit ups, but more so, um, I don't know how to call it. It's just called, just go look up like core stability and, um, core training and you'll find it. It's been like, kind of like holding, I've been doing like holding 15, pound dumbbells um above my head and like kind of marching in place kind of like tucking the knee to the ab just to give the girls a good crunch doing it to the side um been doing around the world's been doing dumbbell holds for the core it's just I've been doing a lot but what I was getting at was for leg day I my gym at my apartment doesn't have a smith machine which is very annoying because that's where I used to do my lip my hip thrust when I used to go to my trainer so now I have to settle for doing my hip thrust and we don't have like any um we don't have a free barbell either it's like attached to a machine but it's not a smith machine I don't know how to describe it so I can't do hip thrust how I want to so I usually would use like a um dumbbell of some sort in my resistance band. Um, so I've been doing a lot more hip thrusts, which have been giving me a good dip in my back and they've been making the butt, you know, more around than I've been doing, um, or rounder, not more round rounder. And then I've been doing, um, Bulgarian split squats, which I've always read at doing those cause they look like they hurt and they absolutely positively hurt. Okay. They hurt very, very bad um or very badly or badly sorry I'm a grammar police they they just hurt and so but I've been doing those I've been doing um step-ups I've added step-ups and I've always done single leg leg brace um because I'm trying to give the girls bbl no knife you feel me um I'm trying to give I'm the epitome of a thick, voluptuous woman. Well, it's, I don't have my boob. I don't have that. I don't have a lot of boob. My boob is about average. I'm not, you know how usually big women will have like, their titties will be huge. I don't have that much titty. I just have a little piece of titty. Um, But anyways, um, the butt, it, you know, it's getting around. And then I've been doing my core stability and I've been wearing my waist trainer. I need a new waist trainer. Mine kind of sucks. But I've been wearing my, my waist trainer more and I've been warming up. I think I'm about to get like a sauna jacket and then I might start surrounding around my stomach. Because I'm trying to get, I'm trying to give the girls waist wear. I'm trying to give the girls Dre and Nicole from Poor Minds, you know? If y'all don't know who that is, go look up Dre and Nicole and Lex Peak from Poor Minds. That's what I'm trying to give. They got their bodies done and they look amazing. They look great. I'm just trying to give it BBL no knife because I don't have the cooth. Um, I don't have the funds, the cooth. Well, I could get the funds. Let me take the funds down. I don't have the cooth and I don't have the courage to get a BBL. So I'm just going to, you know, we're just going to create our own. But anyways, so I've been working out. The, the progress has been showing, which has allowed me to want to eat healthier and eat cleaner and kind of watch more of what I eat. Because um, I will say I was doing very good in the gym. And then I got into a relationship and like I met my ex-boyfriend in like no end of November. And then we like started talking a lot. Well, I was still working out. When we started like FaceTiming and talking more, I stopped going to the gym, which were like just a note to myself. I will never get in a, you know, relationship. When you gain weight, that means you're happy in a relationship. And that's great. 
we was always eating and whatnot, always on FaceTime and Kiki. But I'm like, no, the next time I'm going to make sure I set aside time. I'm not going to gain because I had lost 14 pounds and I gained most of those pounds back. And now I'm trying to get back. Right. And I told myself I will never. My health is going to be number one. Well, the Lord is always number one, but my health is going to be up there. Okay. I need to give the girls. I need to give the girls, which is body. So, yeah. Anyways, um, why was I talking about that? Oh yeah. So I've been working out after work and yeah, I've just been chilling. Oh, you guys, I started watching sex slash life, um, on Netflix. Cause I saw the thing on TikTok where they were like, go to episode three, 19, 19 minutes, 50 seconds or something. And, you know, I know, you know, I see why you guys said to go to that. Um, I have personally never in my life. So let me just tell y'all. So episode three of 19 minutes, 50 seconds on sex life, sex slash life on Netflix. It's the man, which uh, he plays like the quote unquote bad boy, the ex-boyfriend in the show. He's in the shower. Like they're at the gym, like in the shower. Um. And then the husband of the lady who like, whatever, the hut, basically the show is about a lady. She's married a mom of two, but she misses, um, her whole phase. She misses, you know, hoeing around. She misses her ex-boyfriend. She starts writing in her journal and it like, will go to flashbacks to when her, her and her ex-boyfriend used to like have sex and stuff. It's a very good show. I personally love the show. Enjoy it. Anyways. Long story short, the episode, the husband followed the ex-boyfriend to the gym because he knows that the wife has been thinking about the ex-husband. The, I'm trying to figure out the husband, not that he's gay, but like, he's not gay. I, I'll get that in a minute. Anyways, um, just going to turn it into a whole show um, synopsis. They were in the, basically the husband and the ex were in the shower. Not, not, let me clarify, not they were showering together, but like, you know how showers are in the gym and the ex turned around and his penis was right there. And that thing was huge. Y'all, I have never, who listens to this show? I'm finna tell myself, it's okay. I have seen a pen that big. I have, but from a white man, y'all, there is no way. And is that who Christine Milian, uh, is that her, like, boyfriend, fiancé, husband, or whoever? I saw people tweeting, like, I see why she don't leave him alone or something like that. Either way, that man is fine, and that peen is humongous. Moral of the story. Anyways, I I don't know why I started. Oh, I started watching that show this week. I'm only on episode two. I'm, no, I'm on episode four now. I I passed the episode three where, the peen, where I saw the peenies. Um... I think I'm on episode four. Either way, very great show. Very good show. I recommend go watch it. Um, if you're married and you don't want to have a remnants of how you were when you were single, I don't recommend it <laughs> because you're going to be thinking like, damn, I used to have a good time. So I do not recommend. Um, but if you're single, you know, great show. Love the show. You feel me? So, yeah, that's what I've been doing. And then um, Friday, so what's today? Sunday. My dad came um, to see me on Friday. Uh, well, actually, I mean, rewind. I had a passport appointment to go get my passport. My passport is well over expired. Had a government passport when we lived overseas. So I was planning to go get my passport because I'm supposed to be going out the country in October for my late graduation trip, which now we're having to push it back because passports are taking like 
um, damn near three to five months to ship out. <clears throat> um, so we're pushing it back. But anyways, I was supposed to go. The people at the post office be having attitudes. If you work at the post office and you have an attitude and you listen to this, I need you to do better. I get it. You may not like your job, but you can always switch jobs. So don't have an attitude with me because you need to do your job. Anywho, I was pissed. The lady had an attitude at the post office. I didn't have my right documents. I get that. That's fine. That's on my end because I thought I had my original birth um, certificate and I didn't. But the lady just was not giving. Anyways, I just had to go on that little rant. If you're at a job and you don't like it, don't have an attitude. And you work with customers, don't have an attitude with the customers because you need to do your job, babe. I didn't tell you to work there. Anyways, <laughs> um, my dad came to see me on Friday because I'm moving out of my apartment in exactly two weeks, two weeks from tomorrow. Um, and moving back in with my parents for a little bit for a few months. And so he just came to like get like clothes out of my closet, like small, like small things since this already was furnished like a lot of things it's really about like just decluttering because I've been here for in this apartment for four years it's about decluttering getting all the small things out and uh, like packing my clothes and my shoes and stuff he came Friday um went to get some margaritas um and some Mexican food because we literally love margaritas me and my dad love a good margarita so I went to go get margaritas um and then came back attempted to watch a movie my dad fell asleep per usual I came in here was playing my was playing with my DJ controller which I will get to him the music montage um and then was on my DJ controller for like four hours until I was on there from like 10 to like 2 in the morning and then he stayed Saturday got a little brunch then got some more margaritas, got some, went shop. When my dad is here, I try to go to the store and get the stuff that I need so I don't have to pay for it. Um, So, yeah, that was that. And he just left a while ago, maybe about right before I came in here and recorded. Went to breakfast. He's driving back. Uh, so, yeah, that's what I did this week. Um, What else? Oh, I'm not going to the Lights On Festival in California. I know I talked about that in my music montage like last week or the week before. I'm not going anymore. It's just, no, it's just the process to get there and just everything. It's just like too many steps. So I'm selling my ticket. If you're listening to this and you want to go to Lights On Festival in California, I am currently selling my general general admission lawn ticket for $300. So if you're interested, please, please DM me. Um, if you DM me, cause that's the only way you, I was, why was I going to say text me? No, DM me on my Instagram, either at underscore E-B-U-N-N-Y-Y or, um, ethereal black girl underscore, please DM me. And I have my ticket listed on live on the live nation app and on live on the live nation website. Um, there's all a bunch of tickets on there, but please buy it for me. But yeah, I'm not going. So there is a festival, um, and beginning of, of October in Atlanta that I'm kind of planning on going to either that, um, J. Cole off season tour or both of those. And then, um, I may be going with my friend to New York fashion week. I don't know. I'm probably going to end up not going. I'm having, I'm, uh travel irritated right now which i'll get into in my couch chat but anywho that's all i have for this week um now we can head over to music montage which shouldn't even take a long time and then we'll get into couch chat which is where um 
where I just have a lot to talk about because this week people have been getting on my nerves this week. So yeah, let's go. I got big bank facing on. Okay, so the first thing that I want to talk about um, is, let me go to my notes. I think the first thing I want to talk about is my DJ controller. So just like, I kind of want to get into it just a little bit, just a little piece. Um, So like I told y'all, okay, I don't know what just happened. My mic just cut off twice. But anyways. Like I was saying, I have the new Mark Party Mix, which uh, was only about $120. I got it from a Guitar Center. And it's very good. It's great, actually, for a beginner. It's like it doesn't have that many, like, knobs. Well, okay, so it has um, a mid knob. Uh, no, it doesn't. It has a gain, which is, like, for volume for each uh, per deck. It has Per deck, it has a gain feature. Oh, a gain knob, high, which is going to be like a treble, so like um, the actual like sound sound, and then it has the low, which is your bass, and then it has obviously um, a slider for to adjust like the tempo, a sync button where you can sync one tempo to the other, um, a cue button, then there's cue pads where you can like cue certain parts of the song. There's loop buttons, there's sound effects, um, a cross mix, a cue, um, mix volume. So like when music is playing out loud, obviously you can have it in your headphones, so you can cue up how you want to transition into the next song. Um, so it has a cue mix volume knob, and then it has a cue gain volume knob, which means you'll turn up all the way, whatever is in your headphones. One deck can be playing out loud. The deck that you're queuing up can be through your headphones, whatever. If this sounds like Chinese, then I'm sorry, but that's what it is. And it obviously it has two, um, I like to call them turn. They're not, they're technically not turntables, but you can scratch and you can, um, change the tempo with those. But yeah, so hello, is my mic seem low? Oh no, it seems fine. Um, Okay, we're back. Sorry. I be having technical difficulties. Um, <laughs> so yeah, that's that. So I kind of play with it in my parents' house and I have to teach myself patience because I don't know if I think I'm Metro Boomin or what, if I'm MC Light or what if I'm DJ Envy. Like, I don't know who I think I am, but I'm like, babe, I had to tell myself the other day when I was getting irritated because nothing was sounding correct and I didn't know what I was doing. I was like, babe, you literally have never used a dj controller in your life like you've literally never used any of this equipment like chill out i'll be having myself like bro chill out chill out it's fine so when i got on there friday um when i yeah when i got on there friday night and i was just like let me just i saw this um i follow this dj on tiktok his name is ray He's the, he's Clark Atlanta. He's official, the official Clark Atlanta DJ. I'm pretty, I think that's what he is. His name is Ray somebody, but I love his TikTok because he like does like just different things like sample to original and he'll do like different mixes. He does like mostly hip hop and stuff. He'll do like R&B party mixes, gospel mixes, whatever. He's just real cold and he's a little cutie. Um, so I was like, you know what? The easiest way for me to learn how to mix music 
um it's going to be one I've always kind of it's too beginner for me because maybe because I catch on fast to like just transition um between songs that have the same bpm so I was like let me start um mixing sample to original so hence why I said I did of course, Lauren Hill X Factor to Nice Wet by Drake. And then I went to go look up some stuff because I'm like, let me go and look up songs that I didn't even know were sampled. And then you feel me use those, Um, which I don't know why. Well, so, so of course I did. I'd rather be with you by Boosie Collins to um, Redbone by Childish Gambino. So like a minute ago, I kept telling I kept telling people like, bro, somebody needs to do somebody needs to sample I'd rather be with you, but they need to slow it down. Like when I say slow it down, I mean slow it all the way down, which I'm probably gonna end up doing that. And then just give us a hard baseline. But my and I was like, nobody didn't sample that. My dad was like, um Childish Gambino definitely sampled that for Redbone. And I was like, we this was like a year or two ago and I was like, oh well, never mind. But anyways, so I did that. I did X Factor Nitro with I Rally With You and um, Redbone. And then I did I Got a Woman by Ray Charles to Gold Digger. <clears throat> and um, I wanted to do Good Life because Good Life samples. I forgot the name of the sample, but it sample something. But that one is kind of trickier to do, which I'm probably gonna try to um conquer that today. It's a little trickier to do, but yeah. So I had like so much fun. I literally did not want um to stop. And my dad was sleeping in the living room, and I was hitting these pads hard as hell, low key. And I didn't know I was hitting them that hard, so I took one of my headphone ears off, and I was like, oh sorry see I had a lot of fun I definitely plan to do a lot a lot a lot of things and then definitely just build like I'm probably gonna keep this for six months to a year just to kind of learn my way around it then when I feel like I've kind of learned all I can learn with this and I kind of want to move up then that's when I'm probably gonna go ahead and get a DDJ um 400 now that is the huge one I might no actually I might get the DDJ 200 because that is bigger than this one I believe I don't know Cause I honestly thought this one was bigger than what it is and it's not, but that's fine. But I might just go ahead and just say if it and get the DDJ 400 because I'm just a person, extra person like that where I'm like, bro, if I'm a giddy, I'm going to get it. So after this new Mark party mix and has like a little license stuff, it's a little, it's cute. After this, I'm definitely going to probably go ahead and get the DDJ 400 and then go ahead and get me like a huge JBL speaker. Um, and then eventually you know when I get really good and I start making mixes and uh, releasing them on SoundCloud and stuff um I definitely want to like I told y'all eventually start a YouTube where it's doing like a lot of how-tos or I'm doing live mixes start getting on live um and yeah that's that's my plan I really just love music I y'all cannot tell I just want to give the girls what they want eventually start DJing events that's very nerve-wracking which is why that's like the last thing I probably want to try to do um unless I was DJing like an event like my parents house and my sister's house or something like that like DJing like parties like feeling the crowd and transitioning 
DJing is hard. I did not know how hard DJing was. I mean, I knew it was a little difficult, but when like you're actually using it, like the amount of buttons you have to press, knobs you have to change, how many times you have to listen to a song over and over again, you guys. But the amount of times you have to listen to a song in order to figure out how to mix it to it's just a lot. So I commend all DJs out there, claps for the DJs, because y'all be doing it. Clap, shout out to my favorite DJ, my favorite local DJ, trailer DJ. That's my dog. I I'ma text him. We're gonna get right. I need lessons. If you listen to this Trey, hello. Um, love you. Help me. So yeah, that's that about my DJ controller. I just wanted to give y'all an update because y'all know I talked about doing a TDE mix um not long ago. And I had started it on GarageBand, but you can't really do much on GarageBand, honestly. It was literally me having to loop so many things and manually do so many things and it just was not sounding right um so I kind of have a beat in mind that I want to sample a little Keith Sweat and then I definitely want to get started on my TDE mix um so yeah that's that about the DJ controller now what I really want to talk about is my favorite one of my favorite artists who do I talk about at least all the time I'm going to give y'all a minute to guess Okay, y'all have had enough time. Isaiah Rashad, if you answered Isaiah Rashad, then you are a faithful and loyal listener. That man, that man, y'all know how I feel about him. I, oh, I almost cussed. I mean, I mean, cussed, cussed. I love that man. You know, regardless of his alcoholism, his alcohol addiction and regardless of other things that man is talented and a genius okay and so Isaiah Rashad is coming out with an album you guys July the 30th yeah he's come out with an album July 30th the house is burning. He posted on his Instagram four days ago. The house is burning 730 with like an album cover that looked like um somebody kind of drew it with crayon. And I'm on the Instagram now. What is this now? This is what I was just singing. Uh 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 uh, <laughs> uh yeah. Hey. Dun, 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 dun. That's headshots by Zay Rashad for the locals. So if you want to go listen to that. Um He's releasing an album, and you guys, it's been such a long time coming. Just, I think at one point he was in rehab. Um, he was in rehab. Just, he was just not doing great. Then I think on live one time, I found this live on um on YouTube where he was talking about how like um he had had a child he didn't know about or some. I think he he has two kids. Uh, cause I'm just like rappers. He said, saw my son, miss my daughter, real life. What does it? Yeah. I think he has two kids. Um, yeah. So Isaiah Rashad, okay. Isaiah Rashad McLean, which I did not even know he used his stage name is his real name. Um, yeah, I'm just lit. I'm just, I have to No, Okay. I'm not, I'm not. I was really finna hit y'all with just cuss word after cuss word. 
Because in real life, I be cussing, but I be trying to keep it um, PG for the show. So hell and damn is going to be about all I'm going to say. If I say the other ones, I usually bleep it out. Like a Leave it out. Anyways, um, he announces the release date. So I'm reading this from Pitchfork. Isaiah Rashad announces release date for a new album, The House is Burning. And if you don't know who Isaiah Rashad is, well, I don't know how you don't, because if you listen to the show, you should definitely know who he is. Um, he is coming out. Well, he, first of all, the son's tirade, uh, or tirade, however you guys pronounce it. I say tirade. Um, it came out in 2016, the year that I, the first year that I came to college. And I'm like, oh, it's been five years. Him and Kendrick with this, this shenanigans has got to stop. Um, it says Rashad first mentioned the house is burning in a spring interview with Jeff Weeze, Wise Weeze for the fader. Since then he shared the songs lay with your feature in Duke Deuce, which um, I told you, I think I'm not really a fan of. And then headshots for the locals, which I am a fan of because it definitely sounds like um, some something off of Sylvia demo. Read about Rashad's 2020 track, Why Worry, in The Ones. And then Why Worry did come out last year. Um, So, yeah, I'm excited for the album. I really don't know what to expect. Um, I really hope he gives us the tea about what he's been doing these past five years. Because that's really all albums are when they're from artists of substance. They be telling us, like, what's been the vibe? What's been the vibe Um, for the past five years? Probably talk about his kids, the... Or alcohol situation or he might not say anything about it or usually he he'd be talking in code um so we're just gonna see i'm excited i like the artwork it's giving me crayola i love it um i love isaiah rashad and if that man goes on tour i've never been to an isaiah rashad concert if that man goes on tour i personally don't care if i have to go alone i will go alone and i will pay an outrageous amount of money to be front and center I personally do not care. Um. So yeah, hopefully with this album, you know, we're we're come we're still technically in a Panasonic, but we're kind of coming off of it. Hopefully he goes on tour um sooner than later. Hopefully when he this album comes out, then a few months later he'll probably like announce a tour or whatever. Which I'll be front and center. Um. So if you like Isaiah Rashad and you want to link up at a concert, because I'm I might I'm gonna start flying out of town for concerts because I'm tired of going to Atlanta. Let the girls know. You know we can make this a whole little meet and greet, a whole little trip with my little two followers that I have. I have more than two followers, but with my little two followers that I have, and we can go make something shake. Um, so yeah, tell me what y'all think. I'm excited. I sent it, I sent when he was releasing the album, I sent it to my ex and my other friend who is also uh, um, obsessed with Isaiah Rashad as well. Daniel, if you're out there, hey, um, yeah, I just love him. Everybody knows that I love that man. And in honor, I should have prepared a song. In honor of him coming out with an album, you feel me? I should have prepared us a song. Do y'all want me to sing it for y'all? I'm just gonna go on a little. I'm just gonna go on a little um, explanation of what my favorite Isaiah Rashad song is and why. Um, first of all, we're going to start off with "For the Squad" or "For the Squad." S Q U A W. Um, I do it for real, dog. Hey, 
I ain't no mother, and maybe I'm a mother in real dog. Hey, mama, mama, I got some dollars for your bills, dog. And I really don't even understand the full song yet. Um, one day I'm going to break it down. That is one of my favorite Isaiah Rashad songs. Of course, I mean, with just um, the intro, which is usually the intro. Um, I feel so dirty when I pitch it right. I make it dirty house, fit you right. I think my hoe might be the preacher wife. I think my hoe might be the sneaky type. Or did he say sneaky or sneaker? I think he said sneaky. Um, I can rap that whole song. I'm not even going to start. And then we have, of course, Silk the Shocker. I ride around in your car. I put my weed in your blood. I am the sky to your star. I am the end of your mind. You are the star of my day. You about to smile on my face. I see the world from your eyes. That, of course, um, just like rappers, I got a face that only your club, your type niggas don't mix with us. Ain't this special like just because? Backpack full of that. Boarding pass, past my troubles, highest, lost my, going back, back to Cali, saw my son, miss my daughter, real life, what does it feel like? Anywho, um, I'm just excited, if you guys can't tell, and then we have Webby Flow, you like, which is on Sylvia Demo, I'm like, baby, can you suck your yama, I know it's big enough, riding with her from the south, I know you feel the rush, with a bitches really ever get to touch better feel privileged because you know that you can hit the dust i done growed up for my child's sake anyways and then what's savannah with him and sizzle of course and then r.i.p kevin miller we look for weed and money y'all look for in blunts we look for weed and money and then heavenly father shot you down you know same old i'll say this to say listen to isaiah rashad um new album comes out july 30th so yeah so the last two things i want to talk about um these are not new songs they are honestly old i need to see when this other song came out um but they both neither of these songs are old i don't have i mean new i don't have any new new songs for you guys i'm not gonna lie because i'm listening to a lot of old stuff this week um i still been listening to shiva from last week by Spillage Village. I can't I literally cannot stop listening to that song. Um I got more than fifty shades of green. Living in the house of blues, taking in day by day, living in the, Yeah. Maybe open up a open up a window. I can't stop listening to it. But there is a song, um, a new song. It's not new, but it's it was in my like song, so of course I've listened to it before. Um, yeah, it's by Earth Gang. So my boyfriend, Johnny Venus, and then we have Dr. Dot. And it was on their album. Hold on a minute. Let me go find it. Strays with Rabies. Yes, it is on their album Strays with Rabies. Um, and it is called Liquor Stowe. Literally, sto S T O apostrophe liquor S T O apostrophe. The beat is crazy. Like, I don't even. It just when it came on, I almost wrecked my car because I was like, "Wait a minute, Johnny and Doctor, hold on, hold on a minute." And then uh, Mariba is in here, and I like Mariba. I think I mentioned Sandstone by her and uh, G. We was high. 
You know I tried and tried and tried and tried and tried. Oops, Anyways, that's all my um I made a playlist for self-co, which we will get into our self-co sponsorship in a minute after music montage. Um I like Mariba, but it's called Liquor Stow, and I'm going to let you guys listen to it, and then I'll maybe talk about it afterwards or not. Um, I just really love the song, so yeah. See 25, the name I see for my partners. Now I ain't so sure they died. That I hope this smoke dry my eyes. My kinfolk right outside with the rento, pinto, limo, zimbo, titty flow, windstorm, stage coach, wormhole, six fold, long as the shit go. I don't mind. Breakfast for dinner, pussy for breakfast. I bought the bundle, you bought the necklace. That's where we separate. Fuck it with Marsha, that's the connection. Well, that shit gon' cost ya. Well, that's an investment. Just passing through, sir. Still got arrested. Fucking with Marsha. We'll teach you a lesson Girl, I was just asking Cause your ass can get it But your ass impressive But your ass a blessing But your ass keep acting Exactly to toss that shit back like vital signs Coming out that box Chevy 20 million, 20 euros Trying to keep it together Trying to sweep they confetti Trying to sleep like Coretta Top up where up my spaghetti Ready? Cause if they catch me with this My face gon' hit them front pictures Y'all go ahead and hit them switches Y'all go ahead and hit them swishes Smoke race, take them mid digits Your position is poor precision Hold up, bitch, you blockin' my vision Uh, baby, lay up I see Jesus before I see my next day up Bitch, you reaching for my life The song is like kind of chaotic in a sense, but I love chaotic songs. Like the beat, y'all. Um, first of all, this I don't even know if that was a sample at the beginning. I don't want to misspeak. It could have very well so not been a sample at the beginning, but I'm pretty sure it was. Um, which I might have to do that next on my controller. But anyways, I mean, like, sorry, Johnny, Johnny Venus verse was long. I was trying to hurry. I was trying to get y'all to the chorus because the chorus is really the meat. It's not the meat, but it's the chorus. Like everybody needs a chorus in a song. Um, and it's just great. Mariba. And then we, I think Johnny Venus probably singing in, in the middle. Maybe Dr. Dot, even though I don't know if Dr. Dot be singing, but I think he does. I think they both can sing. Um, Anyways, love the song. I was driving to work the other day, and you feel me, driving to work, and what happened? I think it just, I've been, I've been shuffling my music, my liked songs on Spotify. I've just been shuffling and just been listening to it every this week, Um, and I was behooved. When this came on, like I said, I almost wrecked my car, Um, and I, to this day, 
have not even looked at the lyrics. Don't know what they're talking about, but I love the sound and I probably should go because Earth Gang, their lyrics are always, they all, they talk in code as well. Um, so yeah. But anywho, Liquor Stove, Earth Gang, Mariba. It's on Straits with Rabies, which is Earth Gang's album. Go, go listen to that. Go check that out. I haven't listened to the whole album, but I plan to. Um, so definitely go listen to it. I have the personality to when I find one song. Um, sometimes I will go and literally look through their whole discography and just to discover more songs. And with Earth Gang, we already know they're, they're fire. I saw them. They opened up for Smino uh, when I went to the Smino concert in 2019 um the hoopty tour concert so yeah mm -hmm. go listen to that so there's the next one which we've all heard it before um i was contemplating playing it but i was like you know what one it just brought back so many things not even memories i don't have any memories to this song but like it just made me feel warm inside because well one this has been like a tiktok sound I think I'm pretty sure um of just people like just having fun on vacation and like dancing and like in the club dancing with a stranger and blah 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 and it came on when I was listening to my um yeah radio so yeah by burning boy the radio on spotify um I like afro beats and you know reggae and things of that nature so I was listening to that radio on my google whatever google device this is the hey alexa I thought she was about to come on because I said it. Um, and this came on and it just made me like want to go on vacation. And I'm going to talk about um, vacation frustration and irritation in my couch chat. But it just made me like feel so warm inside. It made me think about um, in 2019, I went on like three vacations. I went to, um, I went to Rolling Loud, well, they aren't vacations, they're more so trips. I went to Rolling Loud with Kaya, then I went to New York with Kaya, with Kaya and Jordan. Kaya is everywhere that I go, that we're just always together. I went with Kaya and Jordan to New York, and then me and Kaya drove to St. Louis to go see Smino in concert uh, for uh, Christmas. He has a concert every Christmas or whatever. And <sighs> this just made me think, just like oh how I wish I was with somebody's son or like with my friends like on vacation somewhere in a thong bikini what that girl say I've suffered enough it's time to shake my ass on a yacht in a thong in Dubai that's what I was thinking like bro I was trying to like you know be with somebody's son y'all gonna y'all gonna know what I'm talking about when I play this song um it's hold you by Egyptian and um just somewhere just you know do a little twerk with a little cocktail in my hand um what some sunglasses on nice and oiled up and just slippery and just enjoying life wet from a little water you feel me like just enjoying life but every time I try to go on a trip something happens or no one can go I'm like I will get into it in my couch chat so yes this is hold you slash hold you by Egyptian and it just gives me all the vacation feels all the vacation vibes um and y'all probably heard the song but I'm still gonna play it just because so let's give it a listen Call me one for you all, yo Put me arms right around, yo Call you give me the tightest hold me ever get in my life Call me one for just squeeze, yo Put me things all around, yo Call you give me the tightest hold me ever get in my life mm -mm. 
Behind them jam, me no care We take it any time, anywhere In the square, so me no fear Long as a woman, I will be there Me want a girl, me can't wine for me Me want a girl, me can't take care of me Let me feel it, let me reveal it Oh, me have to really squeeze it Girl, me want for you all, yo Pull me arms right around, yo Girl, you give me the tightest hold me ever get in my life Y'all me just want to squeeze ya Put me things all around ya Y'all you give me the tightest wall me ever get in my life Hold on Like a fast pipe on the road Broom 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 Y'all pan it back and she a boom 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 Give me the maga one now the fat kum 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 When I play last one time it come to kum kum Me out of control I'm on fire she want in her soul She say more pan more and still she grown And still me multiply more Y'all me want to just wall ya Put me arms right around ya Y'all you give me the tightest wall me ever get in my life So me, not me getting sad listening to the song because I was picturing me on vacation with a coconut drink. Yeah, Hold You Egyptian, that's been around for a minute. This song came out, when I say ages ago, I'm about to look. It came out a minute ago. Um, But it's just always one of those songs that is just such a good vacation song. Like, like I said, all you want to do is just have you on a little bikini and just be... You just want to dance, have a little drink. That's one of those songs where you just want to like kind of, this came out 2010, yeah, so 11 years ago. You just kind of want to go home like tipsy with your man and y'all just be, you feel me, just vibing and chilling and just, so yeah. That's all I actually, one more thing I want to talk about, which I'm going to run past it because I didn't really like what I heard anyways. So Snow Liquor came out with a new album. Um, I don't know if it's AP or an album. It is indeed an album. It's called Temporary Highs in the Violet Skies. And maybe because I wasn't paying that much attention when I was listening to it, but nothing was really making me be like, let me add this to my playlist. Let me add this to my library, you know? Um, the cover is a little cute. Um, I wonder if she said that Michael B. Jordan go with Lori Harvey now. Like, I wonder if she sickened. You know, because Lori Harvey is bad. I mean, so they're both bad, but I'm thinking, like, that's her ex. They be all on the socials. So Shay Room be posting them. I mean, left and right, right and left. Everybody be posting them. I wonder if she upset. I'm going to listen to it just because she's upset. I'm going I'm to give it another listen. Um, but, yeah, it's called Temporary Highs in the Violet Skies. If you don't know who Slow Allegra is, she isn't, like, an R&B artist. Like, definitely is. If you want to listen to something really great about her, either You Got Me, um, Gonna, You Got Me. Yeah. <laughs> Either You Got Me by Snow Liquor, which is on uh, her album. I don't know the name of that album. Oh, Feels. And then um of those feelings again is her latest one from 2019. And that is a bop. Honestly, almost everything on here is so there's one, two, three, four, five six seven eight nine so i can i just wanted out nine songs out of 14 that are bangers that i listen to on a regular basis so go check that out okay so now that we're done with music montage let's go ahead and head over to couch chat um so we can just talk about things that i've been wanting to get off my chest and talk about so let's go
Okay. Um. So the first thing that I want to do is I want to go ahead and give a little shout out, not a little, a big one, to Self Co at underscore the Self Co on Instagram. So Self Company is a black owned business. Um, it's owned by a black woman by the name of Brittany Kelly Ray. Um, which is aka my sister. Hey, Brittany, if you're listening, it is a black owned. Sorry, I'm trying to make sure that I'm saying the right Instagram. It's a black owned monthly subscription box that features uh products from all black owned businesses. So not only can you have new goodies in a box that are usually valued at about fifty to sixty dollars for only thirty dollars when you sign up for the monthly subscription, but you also get to discover um new black owned businesses that you may have not discovered had you not joined this monthly subscription box so with that being said the instagram is at the self at underscore the self code the website is hmm, me i want to find the website oh but no see oh the website is selfco.us not me being on the home page because I'm the model for the brand. Um, so yes, for instance, this um this month's box is just skin. Um, which I mean going to going to pull up, going to pull it up. What? I almost said something that okay, anyways. Um, this month the box is Pick up the phone. All right. Our July self-care box, Just Skin, is launching this Friday. The breakdown at, um, I don't know if this is the Hurkin or T-H-U-R-R, Ken K-N-N. So, Sia Rose Silk Powdered Cleanser. We have In the Mist of It Toner by Coco N.Y. Skin, um, Herbal City sea moss syrup and then we have a glow sampler um includes turmeric and vitamin c butter bar one ounce of glow butter one ounce of glow scrub one ounce glow mist um over 60 dollars a product for only 30 dollars which including self company also released a self company soft glow body illuminator in the shade honey which is gonna look great on us on us darker skinned people i was a model for this it looks great on my skin i was just giving the girls shimmer like all day shimmer and you know how sometimes body illuminators can be a little too glittery or like a little too oily and can transfer really easily thankfully um this did not transfer easy um it left me glowing and it didn't give me that orange tint that also um most illuminators give so yeah go check self company out that is at underscore the self co on instagram on pinterest on everywhere instagram pinterest facebook go to selfco.us for the website and order your box or order other products of course you have candle candle tools um soap bars and just discover new black owned businesses and then along with every box there is a play a spotify playlist and then a soon to be apple music and spotify playlist curated by yours truly by the baddest by the best by your music connoisseur moi um that goes along with the theme of every box so definitely check them out i love them and not just because it's my sister this would be a great idea if it was my sister and i honestly so yes now on to the topics. The first thing that I want to talk about. 
is how me and my mom had an accidental sex talk. So I don't know if I talked about this, if I've talked about this before, but like, um, and I be like a haha my versions because me and my mom have never had like a. She's never been like, do you be having sex? And I've been like, yes. We've never. We've. It's always been like subliminal messages or like decoded, but I've never gone out and been like, I've had sex before because like me and my mom are close. That's my dog. Me and my parents are close, but that's just not something that we just bust like I would never we don't have that type to just bust out like oh yeah I've had sex and I'm a girl it's different when you're a woman like it's very harder to talk to your parents about stuff like that which when I have kids I want to make it easier for them I'll tell them about my sexual experiences and I will talk to them maturely about it but you know different strokes are different people so as you guys know, I've talked about this. I'm single um, now. I've been single for about a month and a half now, I think, or something like that. Anyways, or almost two months, I think. Anywho, um, <laughs> my mom knows of this dude that I associate with that is also, um, I think I've told her before, like I kind of liked her or whatever. Um, and the other day we were driving and we were talking about him. She was asking questions about him and stuff like that. And then she was like, uh, why don't, like, why have you not ever talked to him seriously? <laughs> and she's asked me this before and I just said, like, said something else. But I told myself, I was like, the next time my mom asked me, I would just tell her, like, the pain was bad. And so I was like, bro, the next time she asked me, I'm just going to have to come out and say it. So she'll understand where I'm coming from. So I was like, <laughs> I was like, I can't tell you. I was like, you're my mother and she was like she was like what she was like just tell me she was like you're an adult like whatever just say it and I was like um she was like was like did he do something like is it like personal like what is it and I was like um I was like the pain is just not good <laughs> and I busted out laughing like crying tears my mom was like wait what and we busted out laughing and she was like you should be ashamed and I was like bro there is no way that I'm going to pursue a okay let me take let me take it back I'm trying to see how I can word this. If you, something, somebody can be great, wonderful, amazing, but the sexual chemistry can just not be the best between you guys. And that's cool. That's fine. But if, if you know you're not the type of person to like want to work on it and want to fix it, then obviously remove yourself from the situation. I don't know if I'm the type of person that wants to teach someone how to have sex with me and stuff like that. Cause most of the time, if somebody had bad peen, most of the time and you know and you didn't have a good experience most of the time they probably didn't have a great experience either but then again like men aren't that hard to please anyway so who knows so I was telling her like the pain is bad and she was like well that's like the only thing that's kind of wrong and I was like yeah but like bad pain or bad sex because you know vagina can be bad as well bad sex can also uh be a cause of like not enough confidence like in the bedroom and not being not appearing dominant enough and not really just if we are about <laughs> you know now that I so I want to talk about it on here if we are having sex you know um I just feel like <laughs> please I want you, if you don't even know what you're doing, either one, be true and be like, listen, I don't know what I'm doing. Like, I know you want to do this or X, Y, and Z, but I'm either not comfortable or I don't know how to do it. But don't, 
appear like you don't know what you're doing and that you're not confident because now that you're not confident like it's throwing the whole vibe off we can tell when you guys aren't confident because i want to be confident regardless okay i feel like sex is a natural thing and i feel sometimes i want to say that like it's a natural instinct but for some people it's not but i like i, I think i was talking about porn last last week where please just everybody seems to stop watching porn because one like i, I talked about um you creating a bond with watching porn and stuff like that. I talked about that last week, but also porn is very unrealistic. A lot of things that they do in there, it is literally, it is literally, they're creating a film. A lot of things that they do in porn are not realistic. You're not going to get the same results in real life. So please just let it go. Cut it out. Let it go. Just learn, you know, I feel like, I feel like it's imperative that you have a talk with the person that you're about to have sex with. Like, okay, listen, what, is it you feel me like what do you like are you more dominant are you more submissive like do you like how much foreplay do you like um you know do you like to give or receive or all of these things the boundaries don't do this don't don't even think you're gonna do this don't try to do this are you a talker are you not a talker all these things need to be addressed which maybe now that I've talked to my mom about this maybe we will have a whole sex episode and I might bring in my friend a friend of mine one or two friends that we just sit and we just have a sex talk because you know the there are a lot of men out here giving out bad penis it is there are a lot of men giving out a bad penis um and women are not we're not telling them you know we're not telling them that it is bad um which i'm a firm believer like i told my mom i told my mom i said yeah i told him it was bad and like i gave him bullet points of what we need what needed to be worked on but i told him like me and you i don't want to have sex again this was like i think i told him this like two years ago yeah i don't want to have sex again um i don't i really don't because like we've had sex like three times now and three or four times and it just the first time it was okay but then I wasn't experienced and I came back and I was experienced and it just was not giving what it was supposed to have gave but we're gonna have a whole sex um sex episode but how please talk to the person that you're going to have sex with before you have sex with them about whether that be a sneaky link a friends with benefits um, a boyfriend, girlfriend, you're in a talking stage because I'm a firm believer. I personally don't care what anybody says. I'm a firm believer and you have to um, test drive the car before you get, you can't just go to the lot and buy the car. You can't, you have to test drive the car. Um, you feel me? And you have to, you have to test drive before you buy it off the lot. I'm also a firm believer. People be like, they don't want to know about their person's past. Well, I do because I will tell somebody about my past and like my experiences and like what I like, like sexual experiences, like what I like, what I didn't like. I want them to tell me because I don't want to do something. And then now they got PTSD because somebody did that to them and they didn't like it and it was just a bad outcome. Like you just, just talk to your partner about a lot of things, about everything. Please just talk. So, yeah, I told my mom, uh, basically, like, yeah, I've had sex. Like, come on, babe, come on, come on. I'm I'm, tw- I'm about to be 23, babe. Come on. Um, So, yeah, and then we just, like, basically, we had, like, a whole day. We were, like, just going around running errands and stuff, and <laughs> we talked about that. She was just like, yeah, that's just not the vibe. 
she was like, I, she was like, like what? I'm not gonna get into the, the detail because I don't know if he listens or not. I highly, highly doubt it. But yeah, I was just like, it was just the ex, this, this, and this. I didn't tell her about the. Cause do old do y'all think or I mean oops do y'all think older people okay so we be talking about they like talk about how our generation is like really nasty with stuff and like the eating the eating butts and eating vagina giving head like I feel like they be like oh that's nasty but they definitely were doing that back in the day and no one is telling me otherwise. Anyways, I didn't go into detail about what was bad and what was, you know, but I was just like, there were just things that I just did not like. Anyways, <laughs> I would like to talk about forcing relationships and whether that be, I mean, relationships of all kinds, uh, like friendships and like friendships and then like <sighs> talking stages, like getting to know someone and then being in an actual relationship. I want to talk about just forcing relationships in general um because it is I'm a type of person if I feel unwanted in a space in a vicinity somewhere like whether that be like in a literal vicinity like at a dinner at a party in the presence of someone or like literally like conversing getting to know someone or whatever I don't care how much someone says I want to get to know you I like you um blah 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 blah. if your actions are not showing like if you if I feel like every time we talk it's either one I feel like I'm having to pull teeth Two, you're inconsistent when we're texting back. I don't care. Like, I don't care how early on it is. If you really want to get to know me, if you're really interested, you're going to want to know how my day went. You're going to want to know what I did throughout the day. You're going to want to know all of these things. Um, So, if I feel unwanted in a space, I would either, one, I'm a very direct person. So, I would just tell someone, listen, if you don't want me for instance, if you don't want me to come to X, Y, and Z to see you, if you don't want to be texting right now, if you don't want to be on FaceTime right now, if you don't even want to talk to me at all, let that be known. Don't linger me along. Don't try to make me feel important some days. And then some days I like some days you don't want to talk, some days you want to talk. I get everybody has those days, but communicate. If, If I'm feeling unwanted, if I feel like you're not enthused to talk to me, if I feel like I'm the one initiating all the conversations, especially all like the deep, important conversations, um, where we get down to the nitty gritty to the topics, um, then if you me, I'm going to remove myself from the situation, especially if I've told you before, like, um, if you don't want to be here, if you don't want me to be here, or if you don't want me to come to X, Y, and Z, be more than, let me know. Like, my feelings are not going to be hurt. Whether, I don't care how much I like you. If if I am not wanted in a space, I will want somebody to tell me versus me being in a space. And I'm like, oh, I don't want to get my feelings hurt. I'm just here because I, I want to be here. No, I don't care how bad I want to be somewhere. If the opposing party does not want me to be in that vicinity, then I will remove myself. We can go ahead and call it quits. We're not wasting anyone's time because no one, I'll be damned. No one is not about to waste my time. My time is very precious, especially these days. I'm going to start charging by the hour because you're not about to keep wasting my time and try to sell these false dreams. First of all, I'm not one that buys into dreams anyways. Um, half of the time, honestly, 
and it's not i don't have i'm not i'm gonna i'm gonna make a disclaimer i don't have trust issues um and i don't think i have commitment issues i we're gonna keep put a question mark um not like i want to be um in a i'm not i want to be like you know polyamorous or anything no but commitment is in like sometimes i'd be like danger i want to just be single and rich forever and just date around or do i want to get a husband that's where i'm saying like question mark but anyways um yeah i'm just like if i'm i don't care like how long or how short the duration if i'm feeling if i'm not feeling the energy from the beginning i'm like so what's the like why are you here honestly most of the time i'm already from top I don't go into it pessimistically, but I go into it not having any expectations nowadays because you just never know. Someone can say they have interest and then most men, most of the time, think with their penis. They don't really think with their brain. So they're leading with, I definitely, in their mind, whether they want to admit it or not, most men are like, I would like to have sex with her. But let me act like I'm getting to know her, like off top, which sometimes I'll be thinking, like, what does that mean? Because obviously when you start, when you initiate conversation with someone, your immediate thought is I am attracted to them. So it's physical off top. Honestly, the internal things don't come until after you start to get to know them. So are we really all thinking with our reproductive organs or not? I don't know because when I see somebody that's fine, I'd be like, dang, he is fine. Now, do I think like, oh, I want to have sex with him? That don't really be my first thought. But is it my first thought if it's a physical attraction? I'm getting off topic. Sorry. Long story short, I'm usually like, what's your purpose? Like, why are you here? What are your intentions? Because I, I like to tell people right now, like, I'm really not looking for a relationship. Like, I just entered into a new stage of my life. Like, I just started a new job. I'm in my career now. Like, I'm honestly just trying to chill. I would like to date because, and by date, I just mean, I mean, like, I would like to go on dates, like, hang out with someone, Um, you know, go on occasional trips, Um, you know, because... I just, I really do love men with all my heart and like having a male presence just really makes my heart warm and fuzzy on the inside. I mean, obviously alone is still warm and fuzzy, but you know, so I'm like, when I say dating, I'm 23, like I make good money. Um, I mean like going on dates here and there, you know, traveling here and there. I wouldn't mind doing a slightly long distance if I was getting flued out. Um, had to throw that in there but yeah if I just feel like I'm not wanted I'm just gonna leave and that's like relationships that's like friendships like friendships or relationships if I keep asking someone like if you keep telling me like you want to hang out or I'm asking someone do they want to hang out and there's always something coming up every time I try to hang out or whatever I'm just gonna stop asking and I'm gonna stop mentioning it because at the end of the day, if someone wants to hang out with you, they will. Now, I've thrown the ball on your court multiple times, and you have threw that hole back. So when you throw it back, to me, I'm just not going to – I'm just going to leave the ball where it's at. Because at this point, it's on your end to make an effort to hang out and to see me. Because I always tell people, like, when I start texting somebody, honestly, I be wanting to go on a date – and I don't mean like, it doesn't even have to be an expensive date. It can be like, we're going to get ice cream, like we're going to get coffee. 
um, a little park situation, like a little pe- like nothing really expensive because it's a first date. You may not even like me after the first date and that's fine and vice versa. That's perfectly fine. But when I start like conversing with someone, I am an in-person type of person. I be- I want to hang out immediately. So in my mind, I'd be like, you have like seven days if you're if you're like kind of in my vicinity you have seven days um you have seven days before I start losing interest because at this point we're talking we're like kind of getting to know each other especially on a daily basis and by the first week okay maybe I'll give it two weeks maybe I'll give it two weeks no I I like a week 14 days is a long time by a week, we should have at least faced, had a little FaceTime situation going on where we I FaceTimed at least once, just so we know everybody's real. You know, I don't have time for the catfish. And honestly, so maybe first week, at least have a FaceTime. But no, first few days, I'll be trying to FaceTime. Maybe I'm just weird. Maybe it's just me. Um, <laughs> I want to see you. Like, I want to see you. Like, I want to give you a little hug. I'm trying to feel on a little bicep, if you me. Like, I'm trying to see you in person. Because I'm fine regardless. FaceTime, over the phone. I, I, I mean, I look the same. I look the same. I'm the same. I'm probably a little more fun in person because I'm a little more comfortable. But, um, yeah. So, I always tell people, like, I'm not looking for a relationship, at least for, not always, but for right now. I'm like, I'm not looking for a relationship. I'm honestly looking to chill and, like, to date, you know, maybe do a little traveling here and there. And then, you know, if it starts getting serious, if I start to get that warm feeling on on my lift TD where I'm like, well, I'm really starting to like them. And they have the things that I am looking for and that I like, then maybe we can turn into something. But I'm not going into dates in this stage of my life right now. I'm not going into dates like, it's just my husband. And some people may think that's wasting time. I think that's not because I feel like your time is only wasted when you're spending your time on things you don't want to do. So if I want to go on dates with the intent with the intention of not wanting to really find a husband or just really to chill, I'm not wasting anyone's time because that's what I want to do. So anyways, forcing um, relationships of any sort, friendships, relationships, I'm just not here for it. Um... I just feel like if you want me to be somewhere, it will be known. And I'm the type of person where I will ask you, you feel me? What do you like? Or do you like me? Like, are you feeling the kid? If not, let me know. Because I'm not here for the pity part. We don't have time for the games. Technically, but I'm like, I'm kind of, I'm only 23. So I kind of do have time for the games. Hence why I said I'm not ready for a relationship. Because if you aren't in a relationship, it kind of is a game. Because you're just kind of dating around. So technically I am trying to play games. Okay, well I guess I am trying to play games. <laughs> I guess I am trying to play games, but it's just like I just want to chill. Like when I moved to this new city, aka down the street, it's just Birmingham. I do feel like Birmingham has a lot more options. It has I don't want to say a lot, has decent options because Tuscaloosa I don't know what um I don't know what Tuscaloosa we having going on, but the selection here is poor. It's a college town and it's a PWI. The college is a PWI, so it's just very poor. Um, yeah, it's just very poor. But you know, I used to tell myself I'm re- I'm restricted to only black men. But you know what? In this dating season, 
I'm open to all men as long as you understand the struggles of black people from the opposing lens and you will use your um privilege for especially if you're white if you use your white privilege for good and for the betterment of my people then come on slide in the dms so yeah um next i want to talk about i was gonna talk about i'm not gonna talk about that because i've already gone on twitter rant let's talk about the um the shakari shakari i think it's shakari richardson situation about the weed but all i'm gonna say is that at the end of the day she accepted it she was she knows she was in the wrong whether her mother died or not um i don't think if i was an olympian even if now um well let me start off by saying so one they should not get rid of the weed um rule because just because weed is legal in supposedly 19 states it's not legal for the whole country and it's not legal for the entire world um so that is a very flawed um opinion and that is a very flawed idea for one for two um she is an olympian at the end of the day um you saying a little weed won't hurt nobody and you work at Foot Locker does not equate to her being an Olympian and being held to a higher standard. So at the end of the day, it's about accountability, right? So she already took accountability. She said, you know, I did it. I have to learn. I have to do better. My mother was shit. My mother just thought I was grieving, which is no excuse. I also want to say that there is no excuse. I get it. We've all had poor coping mechanisms, but at what cost? When I, like, everybody has had a poor coping mechanism. I get it. I always tell y'all, I used to smoke. Um, yeah, and I was 18. I was 18 and 19. I was in college. I had to do nobody's drug test. Um, nobody was drug testing me for anything of importance. I was a freshman and a sophomore in college. I literally had, my responsibilities were um, school. So... That's different than if you're an Olympian, you you know you're gonna get drug tested. Um, her friends, poor, poor judgment because why do let your friend do that? She's an Olympian. Two, I don't care what happened. I have a job now where they can randomly drug test us. And if my parents were to die today, I would not think to go pick up a blunt as my first coping mechanism. One because um, I self reflect a lot and I'm very self aware and I just know that for me would just be a very poor poor decision i would open up a page of my life that i've already turned a chapter that i've already gotten done that mean that i've already finished two i know i have a job that um supports me financially and supports all of my wants and needs and desires and if i hit a little blunt it's going to mess up my x amount thousand dollars a year so why would I do that? So she already took accountability. The my annoyance because I tweeted this and I got off Twitter because everybody was getting on my nerves. Um, my annoyance is not with Shakira. My annoyance was with the black community and with all the other communities that be trying to side and pander to the blacks. <sighs> there is not enough accountability within the black community. You know, within the world, really. But we already know that white, that no one holds white people accountable. So I'm worried about my community. I'm a black woman. Um, and there's not enough accountability in the black community. Like the amount of thing. like I was thinking, okay, she broke the rules. She's out. Whatever. Move on. She was great. She's talented. She's really fast. Move on. She made him. Well, she didn't make a mistake because she knew what she was doing. So she messed up. Knowingly messed up. It is what it is. 
there were so many people talking about how this is anti-black and how um her mother just died they should let it slide like why do we feel like everything has to slide i don't like that because at the end of the day if it was a white person and they would have let them slide it would have been a lot of jibber jabber so you know what i don't I don't like that. There, ne there needs to be accountability. People talking about, oh, Japan needs to change their laws. Like that is the most American thing you can do is tell another country what they should change. Why? And even if it wasn't their laws, it's the Olympic laws at the end of the day. Like, I don't know who made you guys lawmakers. You know, I don't know. I don't know when y'all took the bar exam um, because you didn't but I feel like a lot of you so I feel like I'm always the the minority in these situations or like my dad called it there's a silent majority there is a minority and then there is the loud majority that most of the time you know it's psychotic um but I feel like I find myself on the minority side and I'm not a silent majority because when people say stupid things I cannot contain myself and I try I try so hard you guys I try so hard to, to to contain myself and to not fall into the twitter sphere of shenanigans but people just say so many dumb things I see what I have to say and then I get off because it's just not good because I'll be I will sit here and be irritated all day so you guys making excuses for her and no, and then people were like oh y'all Y'all were just for Shakira. Now y'all are against her. Nobody. She is a lovely girl. She is beautiful, lovely. I love that she wears her acrylic. You feel me? Acrylic gang. She be having on her her color wig. She's beautiful. She is fast. She is very talented. No one is against her. You guys have to stop equating someone being against you to people holding you accountable. That's why um so many people were in friendships because someone a friend holds you accountable. You think they're jealous. I see this a lot in women. A friend holds you accountable. You think they're jealous or they're always trying to start beef or blah, blah, blah. And a friend holds you accountable and now that friendship is ruined because people do not like to be told when they're incorrect and people do not like to be held accountable. And that's what the issue was here. At the end of the day, she was wrong. She accepted it. It's the rest of you guys talking about how they need to let it slide, blah, blah, blah. And what about Michael Phelps? First of all, People were talking about how they didn't do this to Michael Phelps. Yes, they did. They make they made Michael Phelps seem like he was on crystal meth when this happened. I think it was a situation. Uh, I think for Michael um, Phelps. I mean, correct me if I'm wrong about this um, situation. Um, I think it was a photo or a video of him hitting a bong after the Olympics. So mind you, he had already swam and did his thing. It was after the Olympics. It was a video or a picture surface of him hitting a bong. That man lost endorsements. So not only did he did he get in trouble by the Olympics um association that man lost endorsements so at the end of the day i don't want to hear none of this black white this is anti-black the thing that i've seen this anti-black about the olympics is the swim caps if you want to talk about something being anti-black let's talk about how they're how they say like oh um elite swimmers or whatever they say don't need to wear these caps pook i'm sorry that my hair is is nice and full and full of volume and it's just nice and curly and thick and it's like a lion's mane that i have to that i have to use a special swim cap pook what does my swim cap have to do with me swimming babe nothing that is anti-black but this but the shakari situation is an example of how regardless of what's going on you have to rules are rules 
at the end of the day you have to follow rules rules are rules and how the black community just angers me because i feel like we have to do better as a whole like the amount i unfollowed so many people i unfollowed muted so many people on my instagram and on my twitter i had to literally mute weed and shakari off of my twitter and then the retweets were still coming up so i just logged off as a whole haven't been on there in about a week because i'm not I have the type of personality where I literally read tweets all day and make myself upset. And so I had to get off because at the end of the day, I can have my opinion. People can have their opinion, but at least my opinion is rooted in uh, in being unbiased. Rules are rules, white, black, purple, yellow, blue, whatever it may be. Everybody has to follow them and she should not get a pass just because of a traumatic event that happened that caused her to cope with it unhealthily. Now, if she wanted to drink, unhealthily that's fine i mean it's alcohol alcohol is legal that's still an unhealthy coping mechanism but she would not that blunt that probably couldn't have fit no more than two dubs um they couldn't fit no more than it couldn't have fit more than two g's of weed in that blunt unless they were smoking one of those um the king palm excels or a backwood or something anyways there's no way that that amount of weed is worth a million dollars that you would have won if you would have got the gold medal at the end of the day she knows that but it's the stupid it's society and it's social media that is literally some people who i believe are these i like to call them the stupid majority do not even believe what they're tweeting i feel like it's such a bandwagon like social media is so oh everybody else is doing this so for me to not go against the grain let me just agree and let me make these stupid tweets and these stupid opinions and these stupid scenarios no i'm gonna always say what i want to say regardless people can unfollow me people can stop listening to the podcast i'm here to speak truth i'm not here to really please others you know especially when it comes to a situation like that where that could have easily been avoided over a little weed a little weed so yeah anywho that's that um and let's see i want to I talk about one more thing then we can go because my church is on um or two things so i want to talk about big girl fetishizing slash desperation um I've talked about this before, but I want to talk about it again because I just, I always see it on TikTok and I don't like it. Um, I don't like men or whomever who like <sighs> pander to the plus size community. Now I always say I'm in the plus size community, but I don't call myself like a big girl, a BBW, big fine. I'm just fine. Okay. I'm just fine. And I'm just thick. And we're just going to leave it at that. I don't like all the other bbw big fine i don't i don't subscribe to any of that because i personally don't like that terminology for myself i feel like if i'm fine can i just be fine and we don't have to bring size into it but for this sake i'm going to you know i don't like how people pander to the plus size community and i mean that by like when like i'll see these men on tiktok that'll be like um I, oh, I saw this the other day. This girl, she was plus size. She was beautiful. When I tell you, beautiful. I mean, face card was on a thousand, as it is most of the time. Face card was on a thousand. And she said she was talking to a dude. Um, And she asked, like, what was the, what was his favorite part? Like, his favorite thing about her. This, Nick, oh, sorry. This man, 
this man said that part or that some uh, plus size women have i you know i've never had the church lady elbow um because i don't know i've never had the church lady elbow but you know how they have the church lady elbow and it's like that pocket of meat like like the back of the arm almost like the tricep but it'd be like that he said that was his favorite part of her and i did i talk about this last week i don't remember but she got upset because she was just like you there's so many like things you could have said like you like my hair um you like that I'm like funny that I have an outgoing personality or that I like have a modest personality or you like how I dress or you like my face like all these things that you could have said and you chose to name a piece of skin that's on the back of my arm that's very offensive like when people address bigger women well, like, a, oh, I heard they all they always give the best head. Oh, I heard they always got the best vagina or they can cook. They're warm when you cook. Like all of that. Please. Let it go, please. And if you're ever trying to talk to me and you're like, oh, like I talked to bigger, bigger girls before I talked to thicker women before. Blah, blah, blah. When I didn't ask um, two, I don't care. Three is giving it's giving fetish um it's giving bbw ebony fetish literally and i'm sad that my name is ebony anyways <laughs> and it's just like what what am i supposed to do with that piece of information hmm? what am i supposed to do with that oh that's cool like i hate when i strongly just like i said i was gonna stop saying hate i already failed though I hate, I mean, I dis, I strongly dislike, um, when, like, for instance, I just want to rant, um, the other day about this, like, when there's, like, a bigger person, like a, like a, like a big, large, like, 400, 500, 600 pound person, like, just posting a regular video, and people comment, like, I, I call them pity comments, like oh you're beautiful and blah 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 like, and like you're beautiful so proud of you just like oh well let me let me say this then i'll get to that or like you're beautiful like so proud of you blah, blah blah when it's like those are pity comments you don't actually think that person is beautiful you're just commenting that because you think that the, that their self-esteem is so low that they need your damn pity comments when i'll just be looking i'm like bro that like doesn't make any like people think and just because beauty is in the eye of the beholder, right? Let me make that disclaimer. So there's someone out there. I think I am beautiful. I think I'm gorgeous. A lot of people think that I'm a beautiful one, but there is someone out there that thinks that I'm ugly and that is perfectly cool. That is perfectly fine. Or that they think since I am bigger that I'm just not attractive. That's cool. No one cares about them. That's fine. The thing, here's the thing, Skip. <sighs> We have to stop commenting things just to make ourselves feel better because we feel like we're helping. We're making the world a better place. I don't stroll past like bigger men or women. I mean, I don't go in the comments of bigger men or women or it don't matter, big, skinny, whatever, who I don't think are attractive or are cute. I don't go comment pity comments. For what? For what? What's the, what is, I mean, I get it. That's going to motivate them. That's going to boost them. But if the intention is not true and it's not a genuine intention, you're just doing it out of pity because you feel like, oh, 
I since I don't think they're attractive, no one probably thinks they're attractive. Let me leave a comment. That's 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 crazy to me. I don't get it. I don't understand it. And I I just need for us to stop. I really do. Um, just like when like plus size people like um Danny DMC, I've talked about her on here before, I'm pretty sure. Like Danny DMC or like Danny DMC's best friend Javi Javiera on Instagram. Like all these plus size my all these plus size models and influencers and stuff influencers and stuff. People commenting like, You're so brave. How are you so confident? What? I'm brave because I wore a crop top. Because I showed a little skin. What? Last time I checked, this was a semi-free country. And I'm showing a little skin. How am I brave? Because I'm bigger or because they are bigger? Because Grant Tess, technically, I'm like in the middle of thick and BBW. I'm not quite BBW. I'm, I'm the epitome of thick. So it's like they are brave because I feel like I have a quote-unquote acceptable plus-size body, as some would call it, which is crazy. But anyways... They're brave because they wore a crop top. Is little Emily who weighs 120 pounds brave because she ate a cheeseburger? Like, it doesn't make sense. Quit, just quit leaving. Especially like, I talked about this like last week, I'm pretty sure, or maybe the week before and on my Instagram. Like, when bigger people like make jokes about them being fat, which I'm going to stop doing. I'm going to stop saying I'm fat because I just need to stop. You commenting, you're so beautiful, though. Well, bitch, I did not say that I was ugly. I said I was fat. So in my mind, it lets me know, hmm, um, by societal beauty standards, which is which this is true. If you are fat, then you are deemed unattractive, which is crazy to me. But anyways, the moral of the story is do not pander and fetishize over bigger women because that's not going to. Well, for me, for a lot of bigger women, it probably will, which I'm going to get to in a minute. But for me, it's not going to get you in the door because why? If you think I'm attractive, just leave it at that. There needs to be no talk about it. Well, I don't have the church lady, but there needs to be no talk about the FUPA about you just like grabbing it and like whatever that's cool i guess whatever but you're not finna we're not gonna be on a first date and you're leading with i love fupas and i love cellulite and your booty is so big like we're not we're i don't we're not leading with that okay we're not leading with that well you're not don't lead with that because this date is going to be over quicker than it started which brings me to the desperation in the plus size community, which I also wish would stop. Like, I hate when plus size women, um, and I can talk about this because I'm plus size. I hate when plus size women like are surprised and like give men or who or women, you know, whatever, straight or gay, whatever, a cookie for being attracted to bigger women. So once again, like I'll see on TikTok, like on Instagram or whatever, most of the time on TikTok, like men be like, um, you got to be too some to do some like that's that's fine. Because <laughs> I kind of like that saying that's cool because uh, I can do something. I am definitely too something. 
Um, <laughs> but it'll be in the comments like, yes, King, like, this is what I'm talking about. Or like, yes, finally someone appreciates us. There are a lot of men. You know, I get it. Blading one plus size is kind of hard, which I'm not downplaying it at all because it is. And I'll get, th- we'll talk about that. I talked about that in a previous episode. I think it's episode two. I think it's called like country men love thigh meat and some other stuff. I talked about dating while plus size and I get it. It can be a little difficult, but there are so many men out there that simply do not care whether you're plus size or not, which I want to go ahead and bring this nugget in. Um, I get body positivity and everything. I understand it and I get it. But at the end of the day, if someone, as long as someone is not downplaying or being disrespectful when they have preferences, I think. Now, if I come back and change this, I have the right to do so because I don't know how I feel yet. But like, let's say if um someone says like, I prefer to date smaller women. I don't understand why plus size women be in the comments like upset because at the end of the day it's a preference if they say and if they say if if somebody is like would you date a big woman they're like hell no that's different i get it but if someone says like i prefer to date smaller men i mean smaller women who am i to get upset because granted i did just get upset when people say like i prefer to date lighter skins i prefer to date smaller women i would get a little salty but i'm like why am i putting my energy on someone who would not even want to talk to me well there are so many other men out here who want a chocolate short haired thick five seven woman that wears glasses with people's side other side note women who that wear glasses are not demons okay guys we have to stop i saw this on tiktok the other day we are lovely people we look very scholastic we just like to read books and mind our business back onto the topic if someone having a preference as long as they aren't disrespecting the other the opposing preference or whatever then we cannot get upset you feel me at the end of the day someone has a preference that's fine go find date people that actually like you and then actually find you attractive because at the end of the day it's like why waste your energy here and there you feel me when you can be talking to a dude that literally appreciates everything about you and more literally will worship the ground you walk on so we have to stop being, well, not we, because I don't be desperate. Somebody say like big women, I probably go the other way because that's a red flag for me. Um, I just feel like stop being surprised when people are attracted to you. Because at the end of the day, you feel me, everyone is entitled to their own opinion hello okay my sister called me we're back what was i talking about oh let's stop being desperate in the comments stop making the problem people are attracted to you because one there is someone for everyone and i personally think i'm fine i'm just lovely i i have so many qualities and i'm working out working on the body i feel like if a guy gave me a perfect body the competition would be unfair There's just so many things that I'm just blessed with so many things, so many assets, emphasis on the ass and assets. Um, And just 
internal and external qualities i'm blessed with if i had the perfect body y'all would be upset because i would never have on clothes y'all think i don't be having on clothes now i would never have on clothes if i if i had the perfect body so yes um we just have to do better as a plus size community stop acting surprised when people are attracted to us and also while i'm here do not let anyone hide you while y'all are talking whether that's the talking i don't like the term sneaky link i don't like sneaky links um could let that go but don't let anyone hide you or don't if you feel like you're in a relationship or in a situation where they are ashamed to take you out or to be seen with you did it end it because they don't deserve you if they are ashamed um, to be in your presence, to be seen with you. All of these things. Just date it, let it go. Um, yeah. That's all I have for you guys. I was going to talk again, but we've been here for an hour and 45 minutes almost. And I do not want to. Um, this was a really good show. And I don't want it to hit two hours. So once again, um, thank you guys for listening um follow us on instagram at ethereal black girl underscore follow me on instagram at underscore e b is in boy u n n y y send us emails at love.eba2 at gmail.com why is it that i haven't changed my email my email yet my old podcast name was love Ibba for those of you that don't know um Follow me on TikTok at underscore E-B-U-N-N-Y-Y. I'm going to start posting more content on TikTok. And I might start going live on my Instagram and on the podcast. Instagram, soon I just got a ring light tripod. I'm going to start posting more pictures on my Instagram. So, yes. Um, thank you guys for listening. Rate us. Leave us five stars. Write a review if you would like. Tell me how great or I'm not doing horrible. So tell me how great I'm doing. And please feel free to send me music that you guys think I would like on the podcast Instagram or on my personal Instagram and yeah i kind of want to maybe eventually when i get more followers and more downloads i kind of want to like have like a little zoom meet and greet type of situation i'll let you guys know but thanks um this was episode 21 of ethereal black girl the podcast i'm your host ebony kelly and per usual like i say don't do drugs don't drink and drive and use protection peace Rest. I never thought it'd be this I'm jumping out of your arms I land and fall in a pit Is this what they call the abyss? I fought and caught for an inch Turning a miracle mile I could recall when your lips Used to contort in the smiles Bright as the sun that's drawn an eclipse I haven't seen light in a while Hasn't been bright in a while Chris. Spot again. But do the odds work and our favorite stay down. Skate town, head low and face down like a kennel greyhound. Doing God's work in the devil's playground.
Observation of you Here come the truth I'm most overdue Stuck over you I've gone under Living proof of God's wonders Risk I never thought it'd be this I'm jumping out of your arms I'm letting fall in a pit Is this what they call the abyss? I fought and clawed for an inch Turning a miracle mile I could recall when your lips Used to contort in the smiles Bright as the sun is drawn in eclipse I haven't seen light in a while Hasn't been bright in a while 